The Insurance Coffee House is hosted by Insurance Search. Insurance Search provides executive recruitment services to insurance companies, brokers, and insurtechs in the UK and across the United States, attracting and retaining the most successful leaders to your insurance business. To find out more, visit insurance-search.com. The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and be inspired by the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Today, I am really happy to be joined by Kylie Holmes, who is the VP of People and Talent at Virtus Insurance. Kylie joins me on the line from Kansas City today, and it's great to have her on the show. Welcome to the show, Kylie. Nick, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. Kylie, very excited to chat with you. Looking forward to hearing more about Virtus and and everything that's going along there. Before we get to that, though, and as we are in the insurance coffee house today, it's late in the day, Friday here in the UK. It's morning there on a Friday your time. What's your go-to coffee of choice today? So I am a latte type gal. Um, so we have our lovely Virtus mug here. Slogan to the moon. You've got your corporate coffee versus to the moon. We've got similar here. Actually, we're firing on espresso to power us through. Kylie, can we start off then? Great to hear more about your personal background, your career within HR and people and how that's developed and how you've got to your position now. So I was never aware that I would end up in the HR world. That was not on my radar at all until later on in life. I actually went to university for pre-med. I thought I wanted to be a doctor. And then I actually studied abroad for a while in undergraduate school and kind of just loved the thought of being around people and getting to know people and kind of knowing what makes them tick. So when I came home back to the States, I kind of knew that pre-med was just not for me, but I finished. So I graduated college in the middle of, of the recession, 2008, 2009. Still didn't know what I wanted to do. I was never really sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to do something with people at that point. But then I adventured to San Francisco after graduation, did a lot of administrative roles, very people forward, customer service facing. And so kind of got my human skills, I think, from, from that experience and then ended up in an admin position within a legal services company. I was corresponding with the head of HR out of our Los Angeles office, kind of fell in love with what I was doing and decided I wanted to go back to school at that point and get my master's in HR. Finished that. And then not really knowing how hard it is to get into the HR world, I landed an HR coordinator position at Grant Wharton, which now I look back and feel so very lucky that I got that opportunity. And I was trained by the best team in, in the California market with Grant Thornton. We had a wonderful time and being trained in public accounting and HR, it's very structured, very compliance driven. And so I had a wonderful kind of HR upbringing, if you will, in that space. You know, I made a few moves after that. And then my husband and I decided to move back to Kansas City, where my family is from. And I landed at a manufacturing company and was the HR leader there for uh, many years. So I was a true generalist there. I had just a wonderful experience. Um, we had a wonderful senior leadership team. And I got to kind of dip my my toe in kind of everything, every HR aspect, every facet of HR. 
really help grow that team. That team was very special in the fact that it had been around for many years. It was a family-owned business, even though it was a publicly traded defense contractor. And so there was a lot of compliance there, but it was also very entrepreneurial. And I kind of got the best of both worlds. And there were employees there. We were celebrating 45-year anniversaries um, with some of those employees. Really got to see this wonderful realm of that there and just gain a wealth of knowledge and experience by leading the HR team there. So we were later acquired by another company. And, you know, that definitely was a positive experience for everyone kind of going through that. Um, And then we got to integrate with a global team, which was wonderful, kind of got a whole nother HR team. We weren't just on our own anymore. But I was later recruited out of that role here to Vernus. I had never been in insurance before. You know, I've been in a few different industries. So I think, you know, you can practice HR anywhere if you are true business partner and know how to support the leaders in the business. So I landed at Virtus in February of 2022 and, you know, have been in this dynamic world ever since. And it's been great. So crazy world of insurance. I was shocked at the talent of the people and just how much they are passionate about what they do and how good they are at it as well. Like that was one of the first things I was just so impressed with. Yeah. You speak to a lot of not just HR executives, but people who have moved into the insurance world from other industries. And people are definitely surprised at how dynamic and how many opportunities there are. And actually, once you're in the business, you often don't leave. So welcome to our world. So maybe if we could come now onto the business on Tavertis, if you give me an overview of the business itself, and then maybe a little bit more around your role there as VP of People and Talent. So a little background on Virtus, just to set the stage. So Virtus was founded in 2013 by our CEO, Andrew Gray, and co-founder, Tom Pollock. They started off in a tiny office above a pizza shop in, in Kansas City, and there were some long days, long nights building the business. And 10 years later, we are here where we are today. A lot of hard work, kind of that entrepreneurial spirit and drive to get us where we are at the moment at our current size uh, of the business. In terms of that journey, that sounds like a really entrepreneurial journey. I love the idea of starting above the pizza shop. How has the business come? How has the business developed across the time? And where is the business now? So Virtus currently sits at right around 105 employees and growing. When I joined Virtus in February of 2022, uh, we were right around 65 employees and, and we've grown you know, exponentially over the last few years with some strategic hires and then you know, just placing what we need to, to support the business as we grow and scale. So it's been pretty busy from that perspective. So our folks are industry experts. They're, they're not just generalists. And so we're able to make that insurance experience for our clients more streamlined, more personalized, and more human. I think that our leadership team would call ourselves kind of the the renegades of the industry, creatives, the entrepreneurs kind of shaking up the insurance industry. Have a lot of people here that are super passionate about driving the business forward. And we've had some really wonderful growth over the last few years with the wonderful talent that we've been able to place and grow here at Virtus. So within the brokerage, we have a couple of different platforms. Um, we have our, our largest commercial PNC platform, we just specialize within that. So we have a real estate group, our private equity group, hospitality. Hospitality group was 
came to us by way of merger last year with the Kemmons Wilson Insurance Group. That's been so much fun. There's so much synergy there. We are learning from one another. Um, they bring years of and wealth of knowledge from that group. What we have, you know, our construction group, middle market, so a nice wide variety there on the commercial PNC side. And we'll grow that as we go, you know, whether organically or, or by way of M&A. Geographically, where's the main hub and where are your team located? Yeah. So our corporate office is in Kansas City, and we call it our home base, but we're kind of all over uh, the Central Plains at the moment as far as brick and mortar. Um, we have collaborative workspaces in St. Louis, Chicago, Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, we just opened up a space in Fort Worth, Texas, and then we have our Memphis group, Kevin's Wilson. So we'll probably open more spaces as we grow, um, but we've got people all over the U.S. at the moment. We've recently placed folks that are not near an office, but they had a specific skill set that we were so excited to bring on board. And so that just kind of speaks to our culture of, of flexibility and, and adaptability. And we work where we need to work and support our clients the way that we need to support our clients. On the business side, we don't only have commercial PNC, but we do have personal lines and employee benefits division. And we also have our MGA that offers that rental and, and REI insurance as well. You know, the majority of your people based across the central plains with people outside of those areas as well, we just find great talent. Now, I know employee engagement is very important to you. It's one of the areas that we're going to discuss through further today. I know it's something that you're very passionate about. Has that really been the impetus or been the driver behind that to be able to recruit people, not only in Kansas City, but further afield as well by having an engaged employee and engaged workforce there? I think that is an easy sell for us when we are recruiting. You know, I think we're able to engage our people and kind of offer them what they need for their lifestyle as well, which, you know, if you're out recruiting in the market today, one of the number one things I hear is, is I want work-life balance. I want flexibility. And we're definitely able to offer that up by way of the way that we work. We kind of say, you know, be where you need to be, be responsible, take care of our clients. And I think our leaders do a really good job of checking in with our people, getting a pulse check, making sure that our folks have the support that they need, um, that they're, you know, getting engagement events that are applicable to them and, you know, bringing them on site. We love in-person things. We're very much in kind of an in-person organization, even though we're very flexible, um, but we love getting the team together and, and having team building events and kind of being able to spend time together. So not only are we, you know, sharing this wonderful work experience with one another, but we're also having fun and building relationships. So I think that's super important too. And, and keeping people happy at work and keeping them retained and engaged is, you know, if they're happy at work and they feel like they're included and they have those relationships that are meaningful to them and they have a support system at work, you know, they're going to want to stay somewhere. So I think we do a really good job of that in a couple of different ways. Is that the key part of thing is obviously being able to attract talent to the business, but then being able to retain that talent as well and show the people who are coming in, you know, what it's all about and demonstrating, you know, real engagement throughout the business. Yeah, I think that's absolutely key. And I think it starts from the first conversation, to be honest. I'm very much a person where when I start speaking to someone in an initial phone conversation, I want them to be hooked and I want them to be excited about the next person they're going to talk to. And I think that just has to continue even with onboarding. So we do a pretty 
lengthy onboarding, even if they're remote, we'll fly them to home base so they can be in the culture and meet the leadership team that's here, really get the Vertis vibes, as we like to call them, and ingrain them in the culture and, and let them go home with that, being excited. You know, and I think that continues after onboarding with the engagement, whether that's you know, activities that they like to go to, seminars. Um, and I also think there's a lot with career development and just overall talent development and making sure that they feel supported in their career. You know, they're able to grow themselves the way that they would like to, um, whatever that means to them. I think that's very individualized. But I think the managers, you know, that's kind of been a focus for this year is learning and development, career development, and what that means to everybody and, and making sure that they're each person is set up for success and how do we get them to the next place that they would like to be. I'm so glad you talked about that. We see companies who have got a great onboarding process and it's very shiny and it's all new and exciting, but it's that phase after that honeymoon period's finished where, you know, career development is super key. It's the thing that 99% of candidate leaders are looking for is how they're going to develop their career and, and be successful within that organization. That's great. Have you got any specific initiatives around that a way of helping to develop people through qualifications or leadership management and anything around that? Yeah, we have some exciting things up and coming. You know, we've got some leadership training on the horizon in the next few months. We are revamping our check-in process and, and how to get our goals documented the right way and kind of roll that up. We're revamping our performance management process to really assist with those one-on-ones and making sure that people are actually having the right conversations. And I think the next piece in that is, okay, you've had the conversation. Now, what do I do with that information and where do I go and what resources do we have to help this person? We are putting a training program in place, technical and professional and, and personal growth. Um, so there's going to be, you know, human plus technical skills in that. Um, we're going to build out the team for learning and development as well. That's just been one thing that our CEO and leadership team is really passionate about. And in our market, we've kind of found that we have this weird gap in the middle where when we're looking for talent, um, we're finding either really experienced people or we're finding folks that we have to train from the ground up right out of school and kind of figuring out how we get those folks trained up to, to kind of be that middle manager level. Eventually, that's going to to kind of make or break us. I think that's really, really important. So yeah, big focus on that this year and and putting some of those initiatives in place to help us grow our talent. That's really good and challenge for a lot of businesses where, you know, it's quite easy to bring in, you know, senior executives from outside of the business, you know, the opportunities at the junior level, or entry level, you know, a lot of opportunities there, that, that middle level where you've trained those people up, they're now worth something in the market. There's other opportunities around for them. That's where that real engagement comes in and that commitment and demonstrating still that there's further opportunity within the organization as opposed to externally. In terms of overall outcomes or goals, do you set yourself any targets in terms of either attracting talent or retaining talent? If there's any sort of metrics around the performance there? Yeah. I mean, I think if you were to ask our leaders, it's timing, right? When we're ready to hire someone, it's it's about having someone ready to present. <laughs> so I don't know if we would have targets per se. I mean, we follow the standard HR targets, time to fill and things of that nature, just to really help 
the business understand how quickly our team can move. But I think for me, like the goal has been build a pipeline with the right people and people that would be a fit at Virtus and in our environment and not just have them be a culture ad, right? And a technical ad and and bringing that wonderful experience that we need. So that's kind of on the talent acquisition side is is just being able to move really quickly. That's hard to put metrics around that, but our team has worked really hard to make sure that we're able to support the business, especially with our growth. I mean, we placed almost 40 people last year and went from 65 employees to right around 105 right now. And so that's just, that's a lot of tactical work getting through those interviews and getting folks onboarded and, and being able to make sure we're still out there networking and, and drawing in candidates. So on the retention side, obviously, you know, we want to retain everyone that we have. We're a small company and, and we invest a lot in our people. And so I think we've done a good job of that making sure that, you know, we're keeping the folks that really should be here. Right? It's great what you're saying there around you know, moving with speed along the interview process and the hiring process. I think, you know, sometimes you don't necessarily need metrics around that, but just having that appreciation that things do need to move quickly, that in order to get to the right talent to hire the right people, these guys are in demand and process needs to be slick and quick in order to attract those people. Especially if you're at a company, you know, like Virtus, where that's the mission statement needs to be 21st century, moving fast, moving agile with speed. Prospective employee can learn a lot about the business as part of that interview process and they can see what things are really like. That's so key and so important, certainly in today's world and today's market. Kylie brings us nicely onto the espresso round now where the questions are short, sharp and straight to the point. So you've got your Virtus corporate coffee there. You ready for the espresso round now? I'm ready. The espresso round. Kylie, what would you say is the one piece of advice you would give to senior leaders, senior executives coming to interview there at Virtus? Nick, one of the things I always tell candidates is Virtus is very unique. It's a unique place to work. It's a wonderful place to work, but our pace of play is really fast. We have some big goals. You know, we're in year two of our five year plan to essentially grow the company five times over. And that's just, you know, it's an entrepreneurial environment and that's not always for everyone. Complacency is just not in our vocabulary as we build the company up from scratch and stand up programs. And so I think kind of having that proactive problem solving spirit is really key here. Um, Having that entrepreneurial mindset, but also just being a lifelong learner, staying curious, being open-minded. I think that's really important for our folks and what makes people successful here. So yeah, and I always tell our leaders, you know, you got to meet people where they're at, um, especially if if you're leading a team and being able to get on someone's level and really flex your style and being able to help someone that they might not have the same communication style as you, but meeting in the middle and kind of figuring out a solution together, I think is really important. And so I think good communication, being a good communicator and just being able to flex and be adaptable, that's so important in our environment. It sounds like the communication is very clear from Virtus's perspective because you know there's some great talent out there who don't move at that pace. And it's not for everybody. There's, you know, especially on the broker side of things, agency side, people have got really good books of business. They're extremely experienced people. But maybe that fast pace isn't quite for them and they like doing things a slightly different way. 
you know, that's fine. We don't all have to fit in the same bucket, but I think it's really important to have those clear expectations early on so that we don't have people joining a business not quite understanding what the expectations are or, or what the company culture is like. What would you say your one recommendation might be to other HR executives out there, particularly in the insurance world who are looking to hire high quality talent? What would your sort of one piece of advice be to them? Find yourself some good external partners where when things get hard for you, got to have a network where you can kind of tap and say, I think, you know, and ask for help when you need help. I think sitting down with your leaders and really understanding what they're looking for is so, so important. You might not speak the speak, but you're able to really understand what they're looking for from like a competency perspective. Um, and you can translate the technical after, right? But really kind of digging into the leader's brain and being a true business partner for them and kind of representing them, taking that off of their plate. I think that's yeah. super helpful. So I think those would be the two things that, you know, and also teaching your leaders to always be recruiting, right? Sometimes that's easier for them to get in front of someone by sending a quick LinkedIn or whatever invite that is and just making everyone comfortable with that. I think that's a great way to to quickly network and find good leads in the market. Yeah, and that links very, very well with your culture of moving fast. If you've got the leadership recruiting through referrals, if you've got the internal talent acquisition team recruiting internally, if you've got great external partners as well, moving at pace as well. People not competing against each other, if everybody's got the same goal to bring in high quality super a player talent to organizations at speed then you know that's just only going to fast forward and maximize success so that's really key sometimes those relationships you know they can be seen as competitive but i actually think you know true partnerships across the board really is in everybody's best interest so i can see how you've grown so quickly with you know a philosophy like that Kylie, been a really, really great discussion today. It's been really interesting. Clearly, you're building, you know, great culture there, and that culture is enabling you to build and scale and move quickly, which is fantastic. Sounds like a really exciting place to be for like-minded insurance professionals out there. What would be your piece of closing advice for our listeners? And if someone was interested in opportunities that you've got coming up, what would be the best way for them to, to reach out to you on that? So we are always looking to network with folks. We are always looking for talent. We are reachable through our website. All of our open roles are listed there. Folks can reach out to me directly on LinkedIn. I'd love to set up conversations either with myself or other members of our people and talent team. And I always like to tell folks, like, even if it's not a good fit now, like we're growing so quickly that it could be in the future. And so even that starting the conversation, we're definitely open to that as well. So don't hesitate to to reach out to us. We'd love to chat. Fantastic. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people listening who certainly want to do that. So thank you, Kylie. Kylie, the time has certainly flown today. It's been a really great discussion. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Great to have you on. Again, in the future, maybe 12 months, 18 months time, see how the business is developing from today. But thank you so much for your time. It's been great having you on the show. Thank you so much, Nick. This has been really great. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kylie. Thank you for listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time for another episode packed with insights and advice for senior leaders. 
C-suite executives, and ambitious insurance professionals. Stream all episodes at insurance-search.com.